0: Thursday seems to come around quicker and quicker as the NFL season goes on. We're now in December, chaps. December already. Only a few weeks of the regular season, and this is the witching hour of the uh, of the divisions, the conferences. Definitely the witching month. So let's crack into the first preview of December. You know, I listen to that intro every week, and now when I listen to it, I'm there thinking, I wonder if it would actually be all that hyped after, like, the previous week. (laughs) You know, I'm there looking at Tyler Lockett, and I'm thinking, you do quite a lot, Tyler Lockett, and yet you are getting no love at all this year. Mm. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's that's a start to the Week 13 preview podcast. I can't believe we're already at Week 13. I am joined... Liam and Dave once again, as Steve and Sean are still at their various uh, various commitments this evening. Liam, how are you doing, buddy?
1: Yeah, I'm all good. Thanks, mate. Look forward to week thirteen. There's some really really big games, aren't there? So uh, look forward to getting into them.
0: There are your uh, your team very much in the mix in one of those that are one of the more important of the week. Uh, one of the ones of which we will get stuck into relatively soon. It belongs to our King, King of chaos, Dave Moore.
2: Dave, <laughs> how are you, sir? I'm very well. Uh, I'm hoping for a calmer Thursday night football than uh, I would normally be ho- uh, hoping for. But yeah, Big I game mean, we can Saints. give you
0: calm. We can give you calm and just let the Cowboys run all over you. <laughs> uh,
2: come on. Don't be like that. <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: you want calm? You know, calm is being in bed by the end of the second quarter, knowing your free
2: scores down. which was very much the calm I had for the Buffalo Saints game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's kind of what I wanted the Ravens
0: to do to me at one point <laughs> yeah. just say thinking look if you're going to beat us do it in a way which allows me to get a bed at like yeah. half 2 but no it took until quarter to 5 in the morning so uh yeah no that, that calm comes in many different forms Dave it comes in many different forms resignation yeah, re- resignation is a form of calm i can tell you that much um, one game that won't be calm, Chats, the kickoff. Let's kick off with probably the biggest game of the week. The New England Patriots, seen as the hottest property in the league currently and definitely the most informed side, travel to the Buffalo Bills for what I... You know, th- this is the NFC East showdown to end all NFCE showdowns because since realignment we have not had a game quite like this have we Liam
1: no this is a this is a fun game uh, especially since the start of the season I think at the start of the year you thought it was still a good game between these two teams but I think as time's gone on and New England have improved I think now it's, uh, it's a very big game uh, I am interested to see how good both offences are uh, I'm a believer in uh, Billy B as uh, he was known as earlier in the week <laughs> Um, but I still like to see their passing offense try and keep up with Buffalo, uh, who, when they get going, can uh, pass the ball all over the yard.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Billy B, Dave, if uh, if you're if if you're Big Bill this week, that's right. I'm changing it up. It's Big Bill now. Um, <laughs> Big Bill taking on the Bills. Um, who is the main guy that he is looking to take away from the Bills' offense?
2: Well, I mean, it's going to be Stephon Diggs. Um, but the, well, at least that's what I would class as the the obvious answer. But a sort of sleeper of that is Dawson Knox, um, who has started to really come to his own over the last uh, few weeks or you know, this season in general. I think he's been tremendous for them, uh, broken hand and all. Um, but I think it's also not so much what he's going to take away from the offence as is his want, as he is been able to do forever uh because he's an evil genius but I think a player that's been taken away from Buffalo for him is Tradavius White and I think that's going to be a huge loss for Buffalo and with Mac Jones being in the form that he is I think that's almost the gift to uh to William B uh (laughs) put some (laughs) official on his name um so yeah I think that's always you know the good fortune, that uh, you know, as unfortunate as it is for Tredavis White and uh, the Bills, that Mac Jones is in really good form. I think Belichick is going to be able to really make uh, take advantage of that. Uh, so I think you could see a lot less of digs or knocks, but I think you could also see less of a run game from the Patriots and more attacking downfield. That's just my gut feeling.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, definitely something which I see as well. Um, Just because as well, Buffalo either run hot or cold, and it's against the bigger teams of which have the game plan, of which Buffalo seem to be struggling against more than anything. So this is definitely a challenge. Are we in agreement that whoever wins this game wins the AFC East with all things Keteris Parabus?
1: Not for me. If New England yeah. win, uh, that, that second game is very uh, so sort of in two weeks' time, isn't it? The, the, the second mm. time they play each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if New England win, then Buffalo can give themselves uh, one more shot in the second game. But yeah, I think if Buffalo win, it could be curtains and they could go on a bit of a run. Uh, I Maybe think it's agree
2: uh, with that? Uh, to a point. I think that whoever wins, I think it's not done personally because you've got that return game. In New England in a couple of weeks, and the Bills still have to play the Bucks, so it it could get very bunched again very quickly, and also, you know, the Bills still have to play the Falcons and. God knows what. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cordero Patterson will probably have a 1,000-yard game or something absolutely insane. But, yeah, it's, it's not no, it, done it by, any, by any stretch. Um, yeah, absolutely. The greatest of all time, Cordero Patterson. Uh, it's not done by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I mean, it. I think it's a bigger game for Buffalo than it is for New England, though, because I think the expectation is on Buffalo.
0: Yeah, that's something. There's more pressure on Buffalo. Yeah, that's something of which I take away from this. If that is that, if Buffalo are able to put a stop to this run that New England are on, you know, if it's convincing as well, if we're looking at like you know a ten-plus point win here and they're comfortable throughout the game, etc., that could really that that could really strike a dagger in New England's season in the sense of, you know, are we that good? You know, have we been overachieving the last few weeks? You know, it happens where momentum drives you to do better in other games. Um, And, you know, it's something which could definitely upset the Apple Cup, whereas when Buffalo have had losses, they've come back and... You know, they've come back stronger almost against teams. But then again, you then wonder if the teams of which they've come back stronger against are just those that are struggling as well. So there's definitely, there's definitely a lot to be said about momentum. I think that it would be a real challenge for New England if they lost, simply because they've not really had to face that since, you know, for a good month and a half now, pretty much. And, you know, this is the test. This is the one which they've been building up towards. So it's going to be an interesting game uh buffalo are favored by three points um so i'm trying not to copy liam's formula exactly for the go for two <laughs> podcast of which by the way give it a listen it's a great one especially the ones from last week if you just fancy a bit of a history <laughs> lesson you know i was on that one so <laughs> you know the the more numbers that come through on that the more they ask me back which <laughs> you know more than happy to do anyway um Pick the game, pick the spread. Dave, minus three on the Bills. What say you?
2: Um, um Patriots to cover. Um, I think Patriots to win, actually, yeah. I think Patriots win. Cool.
0: Liam?
1: So, what have we got? Second best team in DVOA versus the third best team in DVOA. First easiest schedule in the league versus second easiest schedule uh, in the league. Now I'm going to go Buffalo to win, cover the spread, uh, and win by more than a touchdown. Fair.
0: I am. Uh, you see, if I start going, to, I, I've let myself in for a terrible for a terrible Sunday now. Because Liam will actually listen back to this and he'll keep the record of it. And then when it comes to Sunday, when you've forgotten about all this, he'll come back with the scores and he'll be like, ah. Uh, so they have got five on you this week. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to say... Oh, I'm going to say Buffalo to cover. So Buffalo with the win. And this goes against everything of which I've been thinking. But the sensible thing would be to bet on New England at the moment because they've been on this roll and everything seems to be in their favour and they're the hot hand. But the NFL has a great way of leveling you after a while, and just giving you one of which you know puts you back in your place. So I'm going to I'm going to say that uh, talent will out there and uh, Buffalo to uh, to go with the win. I'm not I'm not going to say by over a touchdown or anything. I'm not as confident as Liam, but uh, you know, definitely a close game though is what I'll say. Um, another close game, according to Vegas, is another AFC showdown. Um, I promise it's not just all AFC that we'll be covering in depth, everyone. <laughs> I do like the NFC as well in some part. Um, the <laughs> last, the um, Los Angeles Chargers travel to, and they've got a bit of form now, the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favoured by just three at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think that that's probably a little bit harsh on the Bengals, wouldn't you say, Dave?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's very easy to fall into the trap of recency bias, but you're only as good as your last game. And you judge both teams' last games, the Bengals were absolutely incredible, admittedly, against a woeful offence. But the Chargers weren't really up to much against Denver at all. Um, Cincinnati, you've to me, one of uh, I know they've covered the bye week, so they don't have as much recent form as in by uh, what they played in November. But they're one of the hottest teams in the, the AFC to me at the moment. And yeah, yeah I, I'd be, I, I'll just plant my flag right now and say that I, I think the Bengals win this in cover easily, and uh, to uh, to steal a, a phrase from me and by more than a touchdown because I think <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow is, um, uh, yeah, fantastic, and I think. Yeah, I just can't see a world in which LA win this.
0: Right, Watch now as we they win con- by 20. Before we continue on, <laughs> I just, I'd just like to say I don't think that Liam owns the phrase by more than the touchdown. I think that we might be getting a little bit too far in trying to I coin does. phrases here. Yeah. It's copyrighted, it is. I yeah, patent pending. Yes, something tells me I have to check the old uh, intellectual property office. I'm pretty sure that that would
2: be too difficult. Uh, I did it already. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs>
0: Uh, Liam, are you in agreement here? Do you think that charges are maybe just a little bit, you know, they've got a bit too much good faith with uh, with the desert at the moment?
1: Uh, so the line didn't shock me. I think I would have the line at about what it is, maybe three and a half over the three a little bit for Cincinnati. But yeah, I wasn't completely shocked. Before the season, this was Chargers minus two before the season. Mm. So that's a five-point spread. Uh, so That shows you how good everyone thinks the Bengals have been. But yeah, no, this was the toughest game out of every game because we're, we're going to go through them all. This is the toughest game for me to, to pick. I do think that the Chargers' offense, if right, can score a hell of a lot of points on a pretty average secondary. Um, But, however, Joe Mixon's probably going to rush for 140 yards on the Chargers' defense. Uh So, yeah, it was the toughest game for me. Um I did go with Cincinnati as well, minus three, just because I love Joe Burrow. Uh And Patrick and a couple of listeners to the pod uh, know how much I – go on about Joe Burrow. So I'm gonna take Burrow, but it wouldn't shock me if Herbert comes back and does another fourth quarter comeback.
0: And that is exactly what I'm picking. I think that this is the perfect opportunity for the Chargers to say, don't forget about us. Uh the Bengals are definitely not a flawless side. Um they've um their last two wins obviously last week against the Steelers, the Steelers are no great shakes whatsoever. Um, So you look at the numbers and there is a fair bit of padding going on there. Not that many teams have been able to pad against the Steelers, to be honest. But, you know, if you're able to, you're able to convincingly with some of the holes on that team. Uh, And then the Raiders, of which the Raiders are hot and cold. Yeah, that was
1: a good time to play the Raiders, wasn't it, for them? It
0: really was. It really was. And they, they looked disjointed. You know they, they weren't like they were on on Thursday you know even though there were issues on Thursday for the Raiders they they, they were you know a, a changed team to the team that played the Bengals a few days prior um so there are still questions there I think the Chargers are still a good team I'm I'm probably with you liam on that the line seems about fair you know the, yeah. this is actually a much a much fairer I, I mean a much closer game than people give it um, give give it the case for because of recency bias of which is why I opened with how I opened it. Um, I am going to say the Chargers to win, so obviously to to take the points there. Oh, Liam, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah,
1: for me and uh, Dave to be right though, we need the Bengals to do something they've not done in five years, which has been three games in a row. <laughs> so we'll see nope. how that goes.
0: <laughs> I knew there was a reason why I was pretty <laughs> confident on the Chargers' side. There. I
2: must say though, the Bengals are are very much a team this season that if they're winning, they're winning heavily. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the record in one score games isn't, you know, amazing really. They've lost by a field goal to the Bears and the... Mike whites. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like FedEx player of the week. And uh, <laughs> and the Packers as well, when that bizarre, you know, 20,000 missed field goal game uh, <laughs> back in October. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, if if the Bengals win, they do tend to win heavily. Then again, though, they've also got, if we talk recently, they got the doors blown off and by the Browns by 25 points. They did, I remember that. That
0: was when life was good. <laughs> That's when days seemed brighter, literally. But um, they
2: also beat the Ravens, but they beat the Ravens by twenty-four points. So what? What do you believe? They did, <laughs> so
0: but that was when the Ravens finally had what was coming to them. Um, <laughs> that team finally did what you were supposed to do, which was take advantage of turnovers, um, because apparently you can do that in the AFC North, just not to the Ravens usually. Um, Moving on to another team that gets the doors blown off them more than they probably should, the New Orleans Saints, Um, Mm -hmm. and they are hosting the Dallas Cowboys, who are definitely not their current selves. I think that if there is a time to play the Dallas Cowboys at the moment, I'd say that this is the time, Liam.
1: Well, potentially, yeah. Uh, I do think CeeDee Lamb's probably going to play. Um, not confirmed yet, is it? But um, he's looking like to play. Tyron Smith is obviously back as well. So, yeah, I do think maybe last Thursday was the perfect time to play the Cowboys. But, yeah, uh, this is not, not too bad. Amari Cooper's not going to play, I don't think. Um, so, yeah. But I, overall, for me, I only see it one way. Uh, I do think Dallas's offense is too good. Uh, we have heard that Taysom Hill's going to start or is taking starting reps, at least in practice. Mm. So, I think that's a positive if you are a Saints fan, like Dave. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I still think the offense is too much for it's too much for Dallas. I think they'll be able to score too many points for the Saints team to catch up on. I don't think Kamara will play. Um, maybe Dave knows more than me, but I think he might not play. So for me, I think Cowboys are too much. So I'd probably pick them to win the game. Uh, and I think I'd also pick them to cover the spread, which is too many favorites I'm going for now, but...
0: Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, this, this was my problem last week, too many favourites, but uh, just so that people know the spread, it's Dallas by four and a half points. Dave, Taysom Hill, weird player, uh, weird contract, weird position. What that's... are your thoughts on him having the starting, uh, the starting reps
2: under centre? So it was announced today, um, as we're recording this, that it's dependent on how his foot feels uh, tomorrow. So I think it could be a bit of a game-time decision, which doesn't encourage me at all uh, because he's not been fit enough to, in the last couple of weeks to get on the field at all and take over from Trevor Simeon, who, bless him, he's he'll always have Tampa. He'll always have that <laughs> one game where the defence carried him and Alex Armour scored a touchdown. But he'll always have that Tampa game where he we we'll beats Tom Brady. we
0: Tampa. Yeah, exactly. I
2: mean, that's very much the uh, feeling I've got for this season now is the sort of Pyrrhic victory of, you know, we beat Tampa but lost Jameis Winston for the year. But, yes. you know, the Saints, uh, Kamara, uh, you're right, is isn't looking promising for him, but at least Mark Ingram could come back. We need Ryan Ramschick and Toronto Armstead to come back because if they – don't then that could be curtains with micah parsons living in the saints backfield uh i do think that if amari cooper isn't well enough to play then you're going to force dak to have to go downfield to cd lamb because saints are great against the run, apart from when it's philadelphia for some reason Uh, that's happened twice in two seasons now where jalen hurts and miles sanders have completely destroyed them but Yeah, uh, generally speaking, they're really good against the run. So I'd like the Saints to cover, but I don't know if that's because of A, the home field advantage, which isn't even a thing this season because it just isn't. Away teams (laughs) are winning more than home teams. It's currently
0: at, I think it's 5-1-5 in
2: favour of the away teams. Which is absolutely crazy. And also, I don't think the Saints have that much of a home field advantage anymore, which is... quite a shame because there's one thing we need. Yeah. um, We just haven't been that great at home. We lost three uh, this season, lost to the Giants in overtime, the Falcons somehow lost to the Falcons Uh, and also uh, the Buffalo game on Thanksgiving. Uh, I think Dallas wins. Um, I think if Mike McCarthy was coaching the game, then Saints would win. (laughs) (laughs) Because... um, which is my favorite joke I made about Matt Nagy when he was ruled out of the uh, coach of the Bears game. So, the Bears by a thousand, they're definitely <laughs> going to win. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's going to be Dan Quinn on the sideline for the Cowboys. He knows the Saints quite well, uh, better than the Saints know a Dan Quinn coached Dallas defense. So, I think, it, I think it'll be a field goal game. Um, I could see also Dallas going up by 10, 15 points and then the Saints doing what they did against Atlanta doing what they did against Tennessee and partially against the Eagles and getting a load of fourth quarter garbage time and making it look a lot closer than it had. So are right
0: you to saying it. that New Orleans take the points? Are you saying that, are you giving New Orleans yeah. on the New Orleans on the points. Uh, so, but interesting.
2: that is ah. me with my Saints jumper on as well, quite <laughs> literally my Saints jumper on <laughs> uh, and emotionally. But yeah, I think I think Saints cover, but Dallas will win.
0: Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for the. Uh, I'm here for you rooting against, you know, against the favorite. Well, it's a must-have um, game for the
2: Saints because uh, if they lose this, it's five and seven, and yeah, this they've got to play a feisty Dolphins team. They'll probably lose to the Jets somehow, and they've got to go to Tampa. Um, the Saints need this game to get back to five hundred, and then just hope against hope that we can get healthy in time for New York 10 days later.
0: I mean, I, I look at this and I'm still wondering as to who the real New Orleans Saints are. You know, I feel like mm. I say it every week where, you know, th- this could well be a week where your defense comes out and pulls out one of those games of which it can pull out and Dak can't get the game moving whatsoever. Um I don't think it will be that personally, even though if it happens, I won't be surprised, but I am going to take Dallas by about five to 10 points um, just because it seems to be the smart thing to do. But, uh, you, you know, I, I'm going up against Liam here. I, I have to try and play the smart game as well. Um, but it's it's very much one of those that if the Saints came out and held Dallas to about 17 points, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Uh, and the last two games they've played have been final scores of uh, Dallas 13 10 and New Orleans 12 10.
0: Well, in that so, case, then I'm going to go for not. 2017 then. And uh, uh... I believe,
2: yeah, the last time we played them, looking at the box score here, uh, Saints scored four field goals and won the game. That was it. That's uh, the sort of game had, I live for. I mean, uh, that, that, that's they, they pre-season the season form right to, uh, They held the Cowboys to just one touchdown, uh, beating th- uh,
1: 12-10. That one's not for me, that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I My remember local- watching
2: going, what the hell is it? It was a Teddy Bridgewater game. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Of course it was. Of course, of course it, was. it was. Yeah. No,
0: I I do live for those sort of games. I mean, I quite enjoyed the Browns-Ravens game last week, even though it was a 16-10 loss and ultra frustrating. But just knowing that you're still in it with, like, you know, minutes to go and you just have to will your offense to actually be able to move the chains enough to make it work. There's something almost... you know, there's there's something almost engaging about the fact that it's kept close but frustratingly out of reach. But then again, now you're talking to a perennial Browns fan that just watches losses year on year. That's basically uh,
2: the Saints of a Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, at least you actually have a Bowl to uh to look back on funly. We haven't even been in one. Um I digress because that could be an hour-long podcast in and of <laughs> itself. We're gonna go a little bit faster, gents. We're gonna get through the rest of the games in a bit more of a pick'em style. I'll read out a I'll read out a game, I'll read out spread, I'll give my thoughts, and then jump in with yours. Indianapolis go to Houston and the Colts are favored by eight and a half. And I ask, is that it? Is eight and a half really (laughs) as much as Vegas were willing to put on? Because I can see Jonathan Taylor getting me 60 fantasy points next week. Um, That defense is starting to break now um, to the point where, you know, at the start of the year, I thought it was – you know, stout enough, not anymore. They seem to have just lost the will to fight. And Indianapolis need the win. So, why not put up a 50 burger in this one? Who wants to jump in first?
2: Hold me back from talking about the Texans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, the Colts are going to
2: win this, aren't they? Surely. I s- yeah, yeah. Sure. Do they do
0: do do they do it by nine or more though? I think that's the question.
2: I remember being on here when we said about the Rams Texans and the spread was sixteen, and we said double it, and it looked great. And then for some reason, Davis Mills decided to become yeah. You know,
1: Mid-2000s, That's because Peyton Davis Manning.
0: Mills is the best quarterback that Houston have had this season. Yes. Tyrod Taylor is Ooh. not the guy. Davis Mills season all the way. So,
1: Scorned Browns fan, that is. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: um, I yeah, Of course they cover. Of course the Colts cover. What am I talking about?
1: Good man. Yeah. Liam, you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. They're going to cover. Um, Texas' run defense is terrible. Taylor's going to have 125-plus at least. So, yeah, they're going to yeah. win by 10-plus good
0: i want my unbeaten regular season <laughs> on uh, in fantasy world i'm 12 and 0 at the moment with two games left and jonathan taylor's my rb1 so that's music to my ears uh in another high spread situation the minnesota vikings travel to the detroit lions who are a plus seven in that game now i see this and i see seven and i see the detroit lions I'm like, no 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 no, no, no. It'll be <laughs> within seven. It'll be within seven, and the Lions will lose to a field goal or four points or something in typical Lions fashion, but the Vikings will seem comfortable in doing so. Liam, what do you reckon?
1: Vikings only play one-score games, so I should say <laughs> this should be plus seven, but I'm going to go with that. my Vikings heart go okay? Vikings minus seven, Zimmer to go home and celebrate with his girlfriend.
0: Now, you see... This is the thing now. We are now at opposite sides and one of us and we and we lose whenever we talk about the Vikings. This means spell will be broken, Liam. It will be broken.
1: Exactly. You're relying on Jared Goff to break your spell, so I'm gonna take that as positive for me. I'm I'm
0: I'm relying on DeAndre Swift. He's supposed to be back this week, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. I'm not
1: sure. I, I Jamal I Williams is are still good though, so.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to say, keep out of God's hands for crying out loud. Dave, what are your thoughts?
1: I looked at this
2: game and thought, how haven't the Lions lost this season? What new and interesting way can they find to have their hearts <laughs> broken? And I was thinking, they've got a, field, a chip shot field goal to win the game, and it's tied, and it's a Vikings kick six. <laughs> so I, I, think, I think that could that, that could be... I mean, that's literally the the only way they haven't yet. That or the
0: two-point conversion of a PAT, I suppose.
1: Yeah. That Um, would cover the spread as well if time's running out.
2: Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going (laughs) to take the uh, Lions to cover the spread, but Vikings to win on a kick six uh, in the the fourth quarter. (laughs) Inside the two-minute warning. Inside the two-minute warning.
0: I I tell you what, if that happens, I'm pretty sure that uh, Tim can get you a T-shirt for that kind of prediction. (laughs) Um, A much closer one here, gents. The New York Giants travel to the Dolphins. The Dolphins favoured by three. Um, I think that's a bit of recency bias for the Giants, personally. I think that uh, even though it's Tua, and I'm not exactly Tua's greatest fan, I think that the Dolphins are showing that they are a team that can take care of the teams around them. Uh, Giants are definitely one of those um, but I don't I, I just don't like the Giants I think that they're you know, they, they've got an okay enough defense but realistically if you're trusting Danny Dimes to get you anywhere near 20 points then I just don't back him at all Dave what do you reckon
2: um, I, I agree and the Dolphins defense looks pretty legit at the moment. Um, I, I think they've looked really good. I know that Carolina embarrassed themselves uh, last weekend. But Cam Newton embarrassing himself? No. Indeed. Who'd have thought? No, uh, I thought he was back. But they also embarrassed Baltimore three weeks ago. Okay. Um, I, they made Lamar Jackson look pretty foolish. Um... Like every other defensive season, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, three, four picks and still one uh, I know, sorry, I know sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that the offences are doing it But the defences <laughs> sure are But th- 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 I'd like um, uh, I like the Dolphins in this game I think they'll win it, And also I'll take the points on the Dolphins as well The Giants are five and seven I think, Or four and seven And really they should be three and eight If it wasn't for Jalen Rager's Butterfingers
0: Yes, tell me about it and the Saints uh, blowing it uh,
2: in the Superdome against him as well. I wasn't going to bring that up, <laughs> mate.
0: I wasn't, wasn't going to bring it up, <laughs> mate. Uh, let's get back to some bigger spreads, lads, shall we? Um, Tampa Bay travelled to the Falcons, and the Falcons are favoured by 11. No, they're not. They are definitely not favoured <laughs> by 11. Tampa favoured by 11. I ask Vegas, why so low? Uh, this, is, this is one of those that I could imagine Tom Brady having like a six TD game where Gronk gets a couple, Evans gets a couple. It's that Oprah gif of you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown. Um, the return fixture of this, the Falcons got a lot of points in garbage time, of which kept it close, but it was never close. Um, I fully foresee that again. Does anyone disagree? If anyone disagrees, then, then we, we'll keep talking about it. But if not, we'll roll on.
1: Uh, take bucks, take bucks, but Patterson will get a hundred yards yeah. scrimmage but, why uh, Yeah. Oh Patterson yeah, Patterson'll Patterson be the only guy doing game. anything. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's all the Falcons are, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, Patterson FC. Um moving on to Butterfingers FC. Uh sorry, Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um the Philadelphia Eagles go to the New York Jets to complete their New York sweep. Uh, the Eagles favored by six and a half, so just shy of a touchdown. I'd say it was probably about fair. I'm going to take the Eagles on that one. I don't know about you two. Uh,
1: yeah. See, so I want to take the Eagles, but I've took too many favorites. So if I want to kind of go <laughs> with some underdog do I really want to do this? But maybe Do you I'll go really with... want
0: to do that with, with yeah, Zach Wilson's Jets? I wrote,
1: I wrote down Philly to win and cover, but why not? Let's go with Zach Wilson, BYU superstar, uh, <laughs> and, and say that Nick Sirianni will keep calling bad uh, play-calling sheets and uh, the Jets will lose by six or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you seem to have just been laughing through that the same as me. Are you on my train I... here with the
2: Eagles? Or... um what was the spread on the Eagles again? Six and a half. I think the Jets cover. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say... I'm alone
0: on an island.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to say the Eagles win, but I, with every fibre of my being, really want to say the Jets win this game. Uh,
1: I really My God, to. Dave is on an island. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not uh,
2: saying going that far. And, uh, yeah. But there is absolutely no logic to it whatsoever as a... Uh, there's no everyone missing issues, a exactly and I'm at the stage now where I'm just saying, well you know I was worried about if the Colts were going to cover against the bloody Texans but yeah I, yeah the Jets cover the Eagles win and oh. yeah <laughs> or do they or do they no
0: no we've taken <laughs> your answer man. we're moving swiftly along the Arizona Cardinals, who I believe would have Kyler Murray back at this point, um, they travel to Chicago to take on the Bears, favoured by seven and a half. Now, I have been very vocal on the fact that the Arizona Cardinals require two people to make the trains work fully, one being Kyla Murray because that's where all the luck lies. And the other being (laughs) (laughs) JJ Watt, because the defense seems completely different when he's not in the side. Um, So I look at this, and I think you've got Kyler Murray back at least, so you'll do more than than enough against the Bears team that I think a cardboard box could beat at the moment. Uh, Dave, let's
2: go with you as our resident
0: NFC man.
2: The... 0.5 Point five makes me feel nervous on the spread. No, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I like that. This but was the I, best
0: team in football three weeks ago. I,
2: I, do you know what? I I think that they're like the, they're my number one seed in the NFC as well. The Cardinals. The and yet and the, no, the Bears. But... I know, I know, seven
0: point five, Dave. We've number every, one seed in the NFC
2: every. You bloody week in November. I was, you know, am oh, going to pick these guys, get spread, and it just all went to absolute hell because I was using instinct, uh, logic rather than instinct, and just double guessing myself, and oh. You know what,
0: oh. one, one of these weeks, maybe next year, I'm going to have you do the power rankings as a guest writer for one of the weeks because it sounds like you won't actually be able to get the 32 teams on paper. It, would be, it sounds like
2: it, you're short circuit. It would be uh, the length of my dissertation and somehow still only half the quality. Uh, <laughs> and I, I got a lower second. Um, I'm going to take Cardinals um, with the points. Bears
0: to cover. Bears to cover. All right. Now, now, Liam, if you're if you're wondering what game we're talking about, because I know it's been a while since I said it, it's the Arizona Cardinals going to the Bears with a seven and a half on the uh, on the spread.
1: Yeah, I'm picking uh, Cardinals. I'm not a fan of Cliff, as we found out in the last pod, but Kyler should be (laughs) back, Uh, and Justin Fields is not healthy. Uh, Even if he plays, he won't be fully healthy, so. In that case, I'm picking the uh, cards to win by ten plus, yeah. probably.
0: Yeah,
2: sounds about right.
0: See, that's all we had to say, Dave. That's
1: all These
2: preview shows are basically a window into the existential crisis that they I have <laughs> whenever I try and pick these games. Why do you think I love having you on me? Because <laughs> just, I can
0: see the stress <laughs> building. <laughs> Speaking of stress, Urban Meyer must be feeling some with uh, some of these college jobs already, uh, or, already <laughs> moving away from his grasp. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars travel to the Los Angeles Rams who really need a pick up themselves. Uh, the Rams are favored by 12 and a half. i like it but by the same token the rams aren't fully there but this is the kind of game the rams would love to have and feast upon so they can say that they're back so i'm gonna say rams by 17 personally i think that they're just going to end up you know the jags have to go west um they're not gonna have fun i don't think um, you know, there, there are a lot of problems in Jacksonville again. So yeah, I, I like the Rams to put a, put a line under their recent form. This is the sort of game that the NFL likes to give after a while just so that the bigger teams can sort of correct themselves. Uh, what do you say, Liam? I'll let you go first this time while Dave has a little existential crisis underneath <laughs> us.
1: Yeah, so I have three points, one of which is technically irrelevant to this game because it won't happen. But if I was the Rams, I would rest Stafford for this game. And uh, you probably aren't going to win by two touchdowns then, but uh, he needs rest. They're going to kill the playoff chances. But they're not going to do that. They're going to play Stafford. So I would pick them to win and to cover uh, probably two touchdowns but if you wanted to be an actual professional gambler, you should pick the the Jags because that's just what... Oh, of course.
0: To, but... Yeah, when, when, when you've got when, when you've got 12 and a half as the spread, you know, if, you, if you're if you gambling, you should always take the points if they're that many. Um, I think that when I come to do my acca I will be putting it down to like five or something stupid in order to make it palatable. Dave, are you going to be able to get yes. through this one? Yeah? Yes, uh,
2: the, the Rams are going to cover this and uh, yeah, of course they are. They've lost three in a row. The defense is going to absolutely destroy the Jags.
0: There we go. That's that's what we wanted to hear because that means that we're all in agreement for once. first time. I don't think I was going to say yeah. The first game that we're all in agreement. One of we if this is need... a Trevor Lawrence
2: breakout game. No, I'm joking,
0: Dave. <laughs> Dave you've been warned now. booking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Washington travel to the Raiders. Um, now I. I said to Liam that I fancied the the football team against Seattle and was proved right. I quite like them against the Raiders. This is the sort of game that the Raiders lose. So I'm going to take those two and a half points that uh, they're giving the Raiders and say thank you very much and say that Washington not only cover, but they win the game. Dave, Washington, is there enough there?
2: I think so. Um I, I thought they were one of the most disappointing teams to start the season, but they've won three straight um, one against Tampa, one against the jokes that uh, are Carolina and Seattle. Um, Vegas got that weird win against the Cowboys. I I, I like uh, Washington to win this game outright. My God, I actually thought I was going to
0: be an island here. Liam, are you uh, going to be an island on your own with Vegas or?
1: Yeah, I'm on I'm on the Vegas Island with uh Not the island. I was going to say John Gruden but no, with um, <laughs> with with Max with Max Crosby, I'll be on his island. Uh yeah, I'm going to go uh, Vegas to win. It'll be a close one though, like 3 to 3 to 7. Um Yeah, probably one to
0: stay away from the spread on. Yeah. It's
1: an emotional hedge as well cuz if Vegas lose, then I'm happy as a Chiefs fan, so I'll just pick yeah. them as well. Fair.
0: Uh, an emotional one for me is the next one, of which we've got Baltimore travel to the Steelers. The uh, the Ravens are only favoured by three, and that's just because neither offence can get going this year. They're expecting a game like Sunday night where it ends up being settled by field goals more than anything else. Um, I believe that TJ Watt is like... Well, he's back, actually, I should say, even though he should probably end up being suspended for the... Uh, for the uh, gross misconduct of a of a corpse in terms of how he ended up taking on Joe Burrow on that interception play, um, in terms of just how uh, how aggressive he was there, so he's back. I think that there's that there there are signs in terms of the Steelers defense. You know, the Bengals took them apart, but I don't think that the Ravens are going to take them apart in the same way. I think that. Uh, I, I, I do think that there is an opportunity here, but three points seems slim to me. I'd personally have it at like seven. I think that Baltimore win and definitely uh, beyond the points there. Um, Liam, you're AFC-minded, so we'll head to you first. Agreement there?
1: Yeah, completely agree. Uh, the Ravens are uh, too good uh, for the Steelers, especially with the on the Steelers' offense, Ravens' defense side. Uh, I do think for anyone who wants to bet this, bet it now. Because on Sunday, this will be three and a half, four for for Baltimore. So if you want to bet it, actually bet it now. And on my notes, I said, I can never pick the worst quarterback in the league or the second worst. So I can never pick Big Ben and I can never pick Baker Mayfield. And that one's just for Josh.
2: (laughs) Oh, Jared Goff
1: exists.
0: (laughs) Taysom Hill exists.
1: Hey. Hey. (laughs) He's a tight end. We're all supporting Taysom. We're all on Taysom Island. Yeah.
0: Russell Wilson exists. I mean, <laughs> and speaking of Russell Wilson, and this is exactly why I did it. The San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo go to the wildly inferior Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson um the 49ers favored by three in what is definitely a bit of recency bias there but it is fully deserved the 49ers are on a roll they seem to have their game plan sorted out and the seattle seahawks are currently on fire um not in the good on a (laughs) roll sense, but literally burning on fire um i don't see any way around it i mean people thought that russell wilson being back was going to save the seahawks i think he's actively made them worse somehow uh he he was terrible last week you know um, well yesterday let's be honest um you know can someone talk me off the seahawks just being historically bad here
2: well it's, the uh, NFC West is always one of those divisions where one team owns the other and it sort of goes in a weird circle and the Seahawks seem to own the 49ers yeah. so that's the only thing that's sort of keeping me sort of remotely interested in this game to be honest let alone you know, what the outcome might be That you know, the two times that the 49ers have beaten Seattle since 2013 have both been by one score so yeah, by a field goal I think by five points in the other one However, Seattle stink.
0: (laughs) They They really do. They really do.
2: And, yeah, DK Metcalf just seems to be a shadow of his uh, last season self. Um, I'm taking the 49ers to uh, win outright, cover the spread. Yeah, I'll take the 49ers by a touchdown at this point, because I think Seattle are a mess, a complete
0: mess. (laughs) Liam, anything to add there?
1: I'm going to be the chaos agent for this one and go. Yeah, plus three. Uh, you know what? I'm... I
0: I knew that was coming because <laughs> you know, as you, um, people might not know this if they're just listening on Spotify or mm. something like that, but we can see each other. And whilst I was giving my my little bit, I could just see Liam stewing. Ever so, ever so quietly, just waiting for his turn. Just like, no, this ain't happening. And... I'll
1: go. I'll go with the better QB and uh, take the points with him. Still.
0: So you're going with the 49ers? No, oh, never. <laughs> ne- I'm
1: never, never with Jimmy. I'm never with Jimmy. But no, I do think it'll be a close. I do think it'll be a uh, a close game. But uh, one thing that Pete Carroll loves to do is run and stop the run. So it's a good game to try and do it.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. So I, like, I don't think it'll be a runaway game by any stretch, but I am favouring the hot hand at the moment in the 49ers, just because I don't see how Seattle get out of the mire at the moment. But then again, no, I've just argued that with other games. Um, one last one, chaps, and this one is a double-digit uh, spread here. The Chiefs host the Broncos and are favoured by 10 points. I don't personally like the spread, but I like the win for the Chiefs. Um, you know, coming off a bye helps obviously. Um, I think Andy Reid's one of the best uh, best coaches off a bye, isn't he? I think I remember reading that stat that he's incredibly good yeah, off a bye. It's
2: something insane. Yeah. He's lost once yeah. off
1: a bye. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's lost once off a bye and just picture how old he is and you can work out the years from there. <laughs> so yeah, you know, this this has got Chiefs win written all over it. Ten, uh, you know, it can go either way. I'm going to say yes. Let's get, let's go yes. Something like a thirty-seven, ten win or something stupid. Just because the Chiefs' defense is doing incredibly well at the moment. Dave, I apologise to Mrs. Moore. <laughs> I know that um, I, I know that she'll be watching and uh, and hoping for something different. But uh, the the Broncos are probably their record is too high currently. Let alone that alone if they actually somehow pulled out a shock here. Uh, Liam, I'll let you spit some vitriol on the uh, Chiefs, and I'll try not to gag.
1: <laughs> I don't think Andy Reid or Patrick Holmes have ever lost to the Broncos uh, as a Chiefs uh, tandem. Um, so, yeah, I'm obviously going to pick the Chiefs. I am biased, so I was going to say that regardless of how things are going. But, uh, yeah, I think plus 10 is a good bet to go with Denver. Uh, I'm not going to do it because I'm biased, like I said. So I to go Chiefs <laughs> minus 10. But no, I think for... you, you
0: you double bank yourself. You, this is what I do. I end up putting on the loss so that I can be comforted by a warm meal if the Browns lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should do that. I'm going to I'm going to stick to minus 10. Uh the divisional games are always closer um still uh and this defense what they did to the Chargers where they will make them go on long drives and and play too high is what they're going to do to the Chiefs but Um, we'll see, but yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs to win Chiefs to cover uh, in a big game, but I'm annoyed at Sunday Night Football because it's going to make 5am start for me Five a M finished. sorry, on Sunday, whereas originally it would have finished at like nine o'clock if they wouldn't have flexed it. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: the problem with flexing. I'm really happy, for example, that the Browns Raiders has been flexed to Saturday night. Yeah,
1: it has, because yeah. you know,
0: nine twenty-five on a Saturday, I I, I licked out my chair my, my chair and celebrated. Because that <laughs> that that's the perfect slot. When when whenever they have one that flexes to the Saturday, I always want it to be the Browns and I always want it to be the nine twenty-five slot. So that to me is prime time for the week. Um, but, yeah, I do feel sorry for you there, Liam, as someone that has had to uh, had to suffer it this week. Um, but you'll probably end up smiling a hell of a lot more than me. Uh, mm. Dave, anything to add on that KC Denver? Uh, you're right. Uh, Denver,
2: uh, Denver mm. haven't beaten KC since the days of Peyton Manning, since they won Super Bowl 50. Um, they get their ass kicked twice a year by the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Kansas are going to win but I think plus 10 is a bit it's a bit too high I, th- I think Broncos will keep it under 10 but yeah I mean you can't see past a Kansas win here yeah. even like, was it last season or the season before when Mahomes went off injured in a Broncos-Kansas game and I think it was Matt yeah. Moore came in and Matt Moore wiped the floor with Denver so yeah you could probably play this game without Mahomes and Kansas is still going to win. Just because Andy Reid has their number. Admittedly, it was Joe Flacco at quarterback and not (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater. But yeah, Kansas win this game comfortably.
0: Right. So that is all the games, gents. I'm just going to throw one little question, as I like to do on these preview pods. Um, Just something a bit more out there, not related to any of the games. So... If you take away Homer bias, although realistically, it's only Liam that would have Homer bias for any kind of uh, Super Bowl entry this year. Um, in terms of the Chiefs making, it, I don't think the Browns or the uh, or the Saints are getting close, unfortunately, this year. What Super Bowl, as a neutral, would you want to see this year? See, for me, this I was thinking about this on my way home earlier. I'd really, really love a Tampa New England. <laughs> Super say that. Be- just because i feel like we were short changed earlier this year yeah. i feel like it was too early whereas if you give me tom versus bill in the final you know i mean i get that it's going to be a terrible two weeks in terms of all the all the talking heads and everything yeah. else i you know if it happens i plan to switch off until the actual ball game starts and then turn all of NFL back on and then just enjoy Master versus Apprentice and who comes out on top and to be honest with you I'd be happy either way with the result because either I'd be happy for Bill which I did not think I'd ever say (laughs)
1: or I'd be happy for my missus who's a Bucks fan
0: (laughs) so it's one or the other
1: for me but how about yourselves I like that you value your missus and Billy B on a similar level there. That's a good place <laughs> to be in life. <laughs> hey, she, she, she always
0: roots against whoever the Browns are playing. I'm allowed on an NFL basis to
1: downgrade to just support enough to get by. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of not going to take away my home of bias because I still think it'd be the best game. So I put Chiefs Packers, uh, two most talented quarterbacks to ever play. Play each other first time ever as well because they've both been injured or immunized technically. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I think I would go. I want Chiefs Bucks because I want revenge. But I think the best game for neutral would be Chiefs Packers or if I'm taking Chiefs out, Bills Packers. I think that'd be the most fun two games for me.
0: You see, I think of the Packers. I just think it'd be a terrible game. I'm, I'm just not hot on the Packers ever. I just find them an incredible. I just find them almost. Oh, I don't know, maybe it's just anti-Packers uh, mentality. <laughs> I've always had it. I always think that Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a butler as well when it comes to the bigger games. Rodgers
1: against Mahomes or Allen, though, he'll be trying to prove a point. When he, that's as, very much. His he would, role. and yeah. that's why
0: he'd lose even bigger.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. Dave, how about you, mate? Well, uh, I had three options in my mind, and one of them I immediately chucked out because of the horrible build-up. Was Patriots <laughs> books? Yeah. Because I, I can't I know I can't, mate, I know, I know. I know. With... It's
0: it's it's the one downside yeah. to it, but the bad game enough for a regular season
2: game, let alone um, the Super Bowl. So then it came out on the side of, of two separate options. One that I think would be amazing, and it isn't just necessarily for this year, would be Rams Chargers, because it's being played in SoFi Stadium. <laughs> so I think that would be pretty cool. Would uh, be the, like the,
0: ten Chargers fans. Exactly, <laughs> the entire uh, team
2: would be Rams fans. But, but uh, it would be uh, that would be a more fun thing. Like, yeah, or like basically both at home, both in yeah. the host city. It's never been uh, done before. But from a, a footballing uh, side of things, I thought about two coaches that came into the season that were very much on the hot seat, and I thought that oh, now both of them are in playoff contention so Arizona
1: versus
0: versus. I'm trying to think hot seat on the AFC side wouldn't say Bill
1: he's going to so say, say Zach weird. Taylor and the Bengals right oh god, oh, god
2: what a terrible game that would, that would be, be
1: amazing Cardinals. Joe Burrow Kyler Murray that would be great I can't watch Cliff Kingsbury in a Super Bowl in my life. I just... that would can't be... watch
2: Kyler Murray in a Super Bowl in my life. But the fact that both of them came into the season, I think the yeah. storyline there would be way more interesting than, hey, tell Brady, whatever. We've done that. We know everything <laughs>
1: we need to know about them. You get good so, odds on that Super Bowl happening. <laughs> really. oh, oh, you oh, would absolutely. You would. It isn't happening.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would really I have like to admit, see that. You've stuck to the brief well there. That's uh, yeah. that's definitely That because I was going through the ones of the most you know, interesting matchups, and you could have the quarterback matchups that we've talked about. And it would be great to see Mahomes or Allen against Rogers. I think that would be really, really interesting. But just uh, again, agent of chaos point of view. I think that two teams that no one would have expected in the Super Bowl, who now you know are both going to be in the playoffs, I'd say. I'd say the Bengals are looking pretty good to be in the playoffs. Cardinals are definitely going to be there. And anything can happen in this chaos of chaos seasons.
0: Right. You know what? I'm going to take some inspiration from that and I'm going to put my alternative up there of just total underdog Super Bowl, of which... Two teams which I've enjoyed watching this season and deserve a lot more love than they get. the so Indianapolis, Seattle. Oh, oh Jesus. H, no. <laughs> Colts versus someone. <Colts> <laughs> so the, the Indianapolis Colts versus the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, what yeah. a Super Bowl that would be. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Kurt Cousins. Zimmer's Kirk... luck continues.
0: <laughs> Carson Wentz versus Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Oof. But it would be a, it probably be an incredibly high-scoring game with a lot of fun. You know, Justin so, uh, Jefferson, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan
2: Taylor. Yeah, that that would be good actually.
0: You know, there there is a lot to love there. I think um, it's just the fact that that they'd have to come through a hell of a lot of adversity to be there. But then again, though, it's not the first time that like six seed sort of teams have been able to go on and win it all. Just need to happen you know, on both sides of the conference. But then again, though. This is the year to do it. Someone get Eli Manning on the phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Quickly. Uh, gents, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to have you both this week to talk through uh, weeks 12 and 13. I will definitely be calling on you both when Steve and Sean forget birthdays and um, other social arrangements in the coming weeks. And, and you want to we have an season. existential
2: crisis again
0: i mean i'm always here for it dave and if you end up in one and you need someone to talk to you know where <laughs> i am all right i'm only a click away um gents it's been a pleasure thank you very much for uh, listening as well we will be back next week on tuesday and thursday to go through weeks 13 and then 14 Hopefully by then we'll be a little closer to knowing as to who will be in the playoff picture. But let's face it, this year, probably not. Thanks very much for listening. We're out.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to find us on all our social channels, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. Head over to our website, full10yards.com, where you can find out more information about why we are hashtag four.